Katie McElligot. We're in the chapel ground in Ballet-Lanfield. I'm, you know, volunteering with the Alzheimer's and Listowel and all like. And then Friday morning, I'm in Listowel at the family centre and we have a group of about 12 and they love to come and they have recitations, sing song and I play a few tunes in the accordion for them. Kitty, you're a huge community person here in Belly Longford. So tell me, how many years have you been volunteering and just getting involved with the community? I was over 20 years here. It was the year 2000 that I started the um, active retirement here. So you started that yourself? The active retirement, yeah. And um, they said it didn't take off when we had it before. And I said, that's fine. I said, if it doesn't take off, I said, we know what to do. So we started it anyway then, and it did take off. And we had a lot of good years with the active retirement. Like, I mean, when we were younger and we were able for travelling and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. And what did you do when you first started? Uh, we had bingo here in the morning, and uh, they had tea, and uh, uh, we had the recorder, and I played, uh, you know, with a bit of music for them and all that. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. And you must have loved it, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed all those years. <laughs> but, you know, isn't it a lovely way to meet with people? Because, uh, like that, when people go into retirement, they kind of get into their own space and their own zone, and they forget to socialise then. If you don't retire in with some committee, like, as we'd say, you're lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people don't realise that. You, can't, you, you need people. You can't do without people. Yeah, and being in your own bubble, it's grand, but it's not always good. Not at all, no, no, because out the country now, like as you'd say, you'd see nobody all day. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like, I've no problem because I don't have enough time to myself. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were making sponges before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> and I, the Alzheimer's, I took, I went to the Rosemary Centre in Tralee. I took my husband there, he did 16 years. And I took him to the Rosemary Centre. There was nothing in the stall, then you had no bus or nothing going, you know. And uh, then it was that they would tell me if I wanted to go downtown to do shopping and that, like I say, and I could leave him there. You couldn't leave him there because he'd start crying. And I had to, st- I started helping. And uh, that everything was sorted then, like anywhere I was there, everything was fine. Oh and I did that for a good number of years. Like, and is that so how you kind of got started then with it? It is, yeah. yeah. And uh, then we had meetings in the stall then about getting a centre in the stall. And how long did that take? The centre in the stall? We were at the old um, Kennedy home first. I mean, we had nothing in this, no building with uh, We were at the old Kennedy home. Then we were 12 years at the family resource centre, and that's why I love to help them now. Mm-hmm. And uh, then now we have our new one. I was for years having church gate collections and everything, trying to figure out <laughs> to do the different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we have a beautiful one now in the hospital grounds, like mm-hmm. the new Fuchsia Centre. And then the uh, Alcorum is next. We're all Alcorum, but the Fuchsia Centre is the dementia, Alzheimer's. And uh, then the other one is a social centre next door. Yeah. And uh, they have all those facilities now in the soul, which is great. Did you ever think 20 years ago that you'd do any of this? Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, I said we had the choir in that small little church in the hospital grounds in his door, and I'm out Scotland over that, and then that closed down the time of the virus. And I think myself that they should have opened that again because Sister Margaret put so much into that, like, and it meant so much to her. And they should still open it because you had the people in the hospital that used to come in and say a prayer on that, and it meant so much to them. And I would like if they open that again. And I have said it, like you say, you know. And Kitty, you're very much involved with the Tidy Towns. How did that all happen? I'm with the Tidy Towns as well. <laughs> I'm on Kilnocht and Graveyard with Patsy and more. <laughs> yeah, so we have that mass Friday night. And uh, the Tidy Towns in Barry Longford, like, I mean, I went to school, the National School in Barry Longford, the old school role where I could just come in now. And that's the part I really work in mostly, like I did say, I do another part with another one of the women. But uh, I always think of that, like, I mean, when we went to school. Yeah. <laughs> How many of you are on the committee? The Chidey Jones? Yeah. Uh, we happen to be committee, like I would say, like, I mean, we probably need more, but it's hard to get people to, to yeah. volunteer. And do you have many young people? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And they had this thing before, like, I mean, about we, we, we shouldn't have young people. Should, uh, <laughs> we're not doing any harm to anybody, <laughs> as you're only trying to help the village. Exactly. And you know what? It might be great for, you know, children and teenagers to do it because it makes them more aware. And why do you do it? Sorry, we're the hairdresser here, as you'd say, maybe two miles up the road, and she brings in her children and they help. And I said, that is a great start. Yeah. yeah, I can't understand why people, they, they need to, to, to mm-hmm. open their eyes a bit. Well, I think it's very important for children and but what else as well to realise, when if you throw, if you litter, it's yeah. not going anywhere. It's ending up in a ditch somewhere and it looks awful. It's not yeah. going to disappear unless, yeah, and unless people stop like doing it. But then of course that's where the Tidy Town Committee come in. They won't be throwing things around if they're used to it from the very start. Like, I mean, they were, you were, in our time, like, I mean, you, you, you did your jobs and everything yeah. like that. There is too much of the other now, and it's not good for the children. Mm-hmm. They won't know. That's how we have so much problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you do a bit of gardening around the place and yeah. making it look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Fanucan told me, Michael has a bad hand for that I should be in the doll. <laughs> But I said, Michael, if I was in the doll, this country would be would be different. <laughs> different in all the good ways, I suppose. <laughs> you have a very good vision for seeing the good in life, though, don't you? Oh, God, yeah. It's yeah. important. Yeah. It's what's important, like you do. So you want people to have a social life. They could have all the different things if they behave themselves and, and, mm-hmm. and had a bit of common sense. That's all you want is a bit of common sense. Yeah. Has the area changed a lot over the years? As you say, you went to school here. Well, we like, and we walked to school because you had no buses or anything that time. So we were maybe three and a half, four miles out the road on to, going on to Tarbert. And we ke- walked to Bell Longford, like, because it was nearer than Tarbert. Like. I'm in Tarbert Parish, actually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. I'm Tarbert. People don't realise, the many people don't realise that I'm Tarbert. <laughs> And you're here down in Ballylongford. <laughs> <laughs> Sorting things out. Yeah. 
fantastic. Yeah, but I only love doing it. Like I mean, I, I just wish to have the health to do the thing. Like yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, this might be a good way to get people thinking, and if they wanted to approach, they could just look up online how to do so. And yeah. Or yeah. even if they saw you someday collecting, I assume that you have your high vis on and whatnot that they oh, could approach. Oh yeah. Oh, we have. Yeah. 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 And when do you go out? Uh, with me, I go out whenever I'm able. To, uh, I go away on my own, uh, uh, like you just say. And you then another time, then I'm with uh, one or two of the women, like you know. Yeah, yeah. But I have to do it like that, like with the other things that I'm doing, like yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you keep yourself very busy. Yeah. <laughs> and you were saying, as I said, you're making your sponges for a rambling house. What's the rambling house? Tell us a bit about it. The rambling house is lovely, like as you said, like I mean, sure, it's it's a. You know, it's like you see you have a lot of people that were going to the AA, coming to the Ramley houses, and you should have Ramley houses in every village, I figure, because it's a great help to them. Like, I mean, they come in and you have your sing-song, you have your recitations again. I play the music and we have other musicians and everything like that, like, and it's a lovely night if people could only understand it. I did go to one a couple of months ago in Nakalaka and... I'd never been to one. I didn't know what to expect, but I came out there with a big smile on my face because you could see how much it meant to everyone that was in there. And no one was, when someone was playing or reciting or anything like that, no one was chattering in between. They were listening. That's right. You know, and it's lovely. And I like the whole concept as well of, it's not, you know, when we go out to sessions or whatever, you know, there's always drink involved. But this was lovely. It was tea. It was catching up. It was, you know, a few buns and scones and whatnot. And you're doing no harm to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a lovely night for everybody. You have a lovely group of people going to those uh, nights. Mm-hmm. Like there are the people that care about it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but you need way more of that, and I think you'd have a better country if you had a way more of that. How many years have you been playing the accordion? Uh, I'm a long time. Anne McAuliffe was coming to the stole, and and uh, I used to go in town. I went to Denise Rin here first, like you would say, but Denise, then she got married and she has children and everything like that. But Anne was great. I used to go into the Shanakita and... Oh, hey. Yeah, and uh, you see uh, most people, like, years ago, you see, I don't know what it was, years ago, they were able to play. It was like something that was handed down, but they could only do a couple of tunes. Yeah. But I have a lot of tunes, but you see, I had to get the music for them. Like, and I mean, you have to practice a lot as well. Mm-hmm. And where do you find the time for practicing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my biggest problem because you have to practice. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh, like, I had someone on there last week. He, again, he was taught by Emma Callif as well. Where it's just trying to find a time to learn it and stuff because I think sometimes as people we we put our time into the wrong things as well yeah, where yeah. it's important to set time aside for learning the accordion well I love it like as you say like I mean and I love all the different tunes and we sing the songs inside at the Alzheimer's like I mean we have our book and we sing the songs for the clients and they're delighted with it like some of them they say where will we be only for it yeah, it's a, it's lovely for people. That's the thing, though. With um, they say it's very good music and and singing for Alzheimer's. And uh, it is, 
Yeah, yeah. Th- that's what I love. Is, is sometimes we have a musician. We had actually two that came from uh, Tralee, and they were lovely two men. Like I mean, the, it was more a lot of singing and the piano and that. Like, and it was lovely for the people. Like, so yeah. we have Stevie Dunnigan. He comes there. You know, they pay him to come. Like, uh, on occasions. And it's lo- and then they're lonesome. The <laughs> so the, we have our own songs and we sing all that like and uh, they have the bingo and everything and they enjoy all that like and they have exercises and everything. Kitty, yeah. what keeps you going? Well, all that will keep me going. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ever exhausted? <laughs> no, no, I don't even think about that. Like, <laughs> uh, well, I suppose when you love it, you don't feel. You don't yeah. feel the time. I just hope to have the help to keep going. I mean, you can imagine me a day if I couldn't do something like that. <laughs> I think, Kitty, for anyone of all ages, you would be a great role model because you just show what it means to people to just go out and put your time into the community. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't want anything for it, like as you say. You know, some people says, what's in it for me? When they're talking about themselves, you know what I mean? It's not what it's for you it's you know that you want to see everybody happy and well, the memories yeah. yeah take that yeah yeah, yeah. you know um, and that's the thing with life you know we're in a greedy um, uh, uh, era I suppose that's what I sense, mean you know? like as you'd say it's like you, you, you can't be greedy like as you'd say like I mean I only love to volunteer yeah. yeah, I um, wish I had more time to help, like, you know. Yeah, well, I very much appreciate your coming out to me today to make the time for me, because yeah. I know you're a very busy lady. Yeah. <laughs> What's next on the plan for the day? <laughs> well, I have to make cakes now and things. <laughs> and then I make apple pies the, the real day, like, is it, when it's coming up. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But if you don't do that, you see, because you've only so many people, like as you say, and you have to pay for the hall and all that, and you have to, you know, have yeah. everything figured out. Like. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Kitty, it was lovely to talk to you. you I'd say we could be here for hours. <laughs> <laughs> but well done in everything you do, and if there was more people like you in the world, it'd be a better place. Yeah, but the, the place centrally, the Rosemary Centre was lovely, like, I mean, the nurses were lovely there and everything like that. And like I said, it's the same with the stall and... Uh, you know the people. I we had a couple actually. Uh, Tuesday was my day for Alice, uh, the one in the stall, and we had a couple of people that came in. Their mum was coming in to us, and now she can come in. She's in the hospital, and she may not be able to come back. And the daughter was so upset, and I said so sorry for her because I understand what it is like. As you'd say, you know. Yeah, but the, the, they have house visitation now and people need to, you know, use that more as well, like as you'd say, like, I mean, because it, 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 some people, they need it, like as you'd say, because they're not able to move to get, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there's an awful lot of things really neglected, like, yeah. Kitty, yeah. listen, it was lovely to talk to you, yeah. and thank you so much. Yeah. And, and you were so good to me. <laughs> And, and I didn't know what to expect and I come here I said I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> well life is full of surprises isn't it <laughs> Kitty thank you yeah and thank you too yeah